0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Change? Shit. I guess change is good for any of us. Whatever it takes for any of y'all niggas to get up out the hood. Shit, I'm with you. I ain't mad at you. Got nothing but love for you. Do you think, boy? Yeah. All the homies that I ain't talking about. Well, I'ma send this one out to y'all. Know what I mean? Cause I ain't mad at you. Heard y'all tearing up shit out there up that, giving a motherfucker <laughs> Yeah nigga, Cause I ain't bad at you Now we was once two niggas of the same kind Quick to holler at a hoochie with the same line You was just a little smaller but you still roll Got stressed up while A and hit the hood swole Remember when you had it, Jerry Curl didn't quite learn on the block with your glock, trippin' on churn, collect calls to the tilt, saying how you change. Oh, you a Muslim now, no one no game. Heard you might be coming home, just got bailed. Wanna go to the mosque, don't wanna chase tail. It seems I lost my little homie, he's a change, man. It's depending now, no sinning is the game plan. When I talk about money, all you see is the struggle. When I tell you I'm living large, you tell me it's trouble. You got to play it for life, and that's no more I know we grew apart, you probably don't remember. I used to be for your sister, but now I win a bender. And I can see it after school, we bomb on the first motherfucker with the wrong shit on, now the whole shit's changed. And we don't even kick it, got a big money scheme, and you ain't even with it. (laughs) Knew in my heart you was the same motherfucker bad. Go toe to toe when it's time for woe, you got to drop it back. And I can't even trip, cause I'm Bye. Moving key, motivated by enemies, escaping the luxury, see first you put our nigga but
2: Well, good evening, everybody. This is Revenda, your host of MZN Indie Radio, and welcome to another great show on this Saturday evening. Um, you were just listening to Tupac's I Ain't Mad At You. If you missed the uh, Tupac tribute, we're going to actually replay that tomorrow. Um, I, I believe we have it scheduled for 7 p.m. Eastern, so make sure you check it out. We have Money B from Digital Underground and Candyman187 and uh, Donna Tavi from Lakeside who were uh, calling in to say their, you know, comments about Tupac and experiences with him. So please do not forget to miss that show tomorrow, 7 o'clock Eastern, and we look forward to having you on there to check that out if you missed it. You can also download it and keep it for some great music that we play throughout the, the uh, episode. So please do not forget to uh, go to my main page and look on all the different shows, and you see that one with Tupac's picture, you can just go ahead and uh, download that. Um, today's show, we're going to be featuring uh, what we call the Rapping Soldier, Mr. Mike Patron. I'm um, going to read a little bit about him to you, uh, in case you haven't noticed his videos on uh, YouTube and whatnot. It may have seemed like a lofty goal for an independent rapper to get a little scrappy, and I am of soul, uh, Mafia, on his first single, but not for Mike Patron, whose breakthrough record, Crank It, is heating up the streets of his native Atlanta, hey, we were just there, on the strength of Spitfire versus an instantly catchy hook. Independent release of the epic LP, The Last Hundred Yards, is just the most recent accomplishment from this multifaceted individual who served two tours, wow, in Iraq, was wounded twice, and received his Purple Heart all before the age of 22. A lot of stuff happened to this young man. The remarkable story of how Mike received his Purple Heart is detailed in his music video for his song. We're going to also ask him about that. Um, the song's called Baghdad. You can also check it out at www.mikepatroneMusic.com, which is actually filmed overseas during his uh, second tour in Iraq. So go check that out. So I think I have Mike on the line. Mike, you there with us?
3: Yeah, what's
0: going on?
2: Hey, how are you doing today?
0: I'm good, I'm good. What's going on, love?
2: Oh, I'm just enjoying the day. It's starting to cool off out here. Um, so you're in Atlanta, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not really cooling off over here though. <laughs> it's oh, still I'm sure.
2: Hot. I'm sure. Well, I'm on my way over there. I'm relocating over there, so I'm I'm loving it. So I'm gonna have to check you out when I get there.
0: Yeah, I'm here. I'm here 24/7. Ain't nothing. I ain't nothing but an email, or phone call away. So
2: <laughs> that's good
0: beautiful over there
2: so um i actually uh, came across your video through somebody else and and it was very interesting and first i thought it was a, a, a movie because it was so realistic and i'm like oh heck no this guy actually filmed this while he's there and i have never seen anybody actually put any you know music to it or or bring a message about it out the way you did how what made you think of doing it like that
0: um, you're talking about the Baghdad video. I mean, well, what yeah. happened was, um, you know, I, I came off of my first tour of duty from Iraq and I actually recorded the song Baghdad and I, I had always wanted to do a video for it. And I was like, well, you know, it's such a powerful song. I was like, it has to be done right. It has to be done right. I was like, I can't half step with it. So, um, you know, I, I was planning on just, you know, kind of, um, uh, you know, getting in touch with a, a lot of, uh, officers and stuff like that, that I knew in the military and see if I could, um. You know, record the video, doing you know, standing on some Humvees or something like that here in the states. Well, I caught word when I was trying to work this out that I was going back overseas, and I was like, oh man, now's a perfect time to you know go ahead and shoot the video for the song Baghdad while I'm overseas. So once I got over there the second time around, um, you know, it was just it was just kind of a blessing and everything worked out and everything kind of fell into place. All the all the cars were you know exactly where they needed to be and. And I, I went ahead, I, I wrote the song after my first tour, went on my second tour duty, and just went ahead and filmed the video. The video is just, um, it's really just a lot of footage from some of my tour, some of uh, fellow comrades, some of their tour, some of the guys I bumped into along the way. It's just a real collage of everything that goes on over there and a lot of the guys I've served with and myself. Um, just, you know, the footage that we've seen through our own eyes. and. And then, you know, I, I did the performance section, uh, rapping on like, you know, a tank that we had in the motor pool overseas and, you know, I took all that footage and I put it together and that's what you have for Baghdad now. Wow. So now you were in combat
2: when you were filming?
0: Um, yeah, well, I at, at the actual the actual filming of like me rapping, I wasn't in combat. We were actually No, not just, that you part, know, I
2: mean the explosions. I'm talking about all those explosions. <laughs> Well, oh my. They're,
0: they're, yeah, I, you know some people <laughs> no, are like, Man, he's, he's standing out while...
3: there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: You know, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm too good of a soldier to be, you know, busy worrying about my rapping and my career while boys are flying at me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just real quick, <laughs> Just a <rap> yeah. soldier.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, there, there was no uh, hold on one second while I film this music video, so. <laughs> I mean, as far as the explosions go, um, those were, you know, those were all just filmed, like, during missions and stuff like that. You know, they were never intended to be in the music video. It just so happened that I collected all that footage that we had, and I put it into the video later on. All that stuff was, you know, when, when some of the other guys were filming or when I was filming, you know, all the explosions, you know, they just, they were just part of everyday life out there. And they weren't, you know, I never had intended for those that footage to be in a video until I started working on the song itself.
3: Oh,
2: okay. All right. Well, I mean, uh, it was a really good video. I mean, I liked it. Um, You know, I thought it had a lot of meaning to it.
0: Yeah, thank you so much.
2: Now, what made you want to do that? You know, what what message were you trying to relate to the the public?
0: Um, Really, you know, I I mean, I'm an artist first and foremost and and i'm a realistic artist at best and you know i I just talk about everyday life and it just so happened that you know part of my everyday life was combat in iraq and you know when i came home and i wrote the song and I, i recorded it really my my message was just you know just to share with the rest of the world what you know soldiers are dealing with overseas in iraq and and it was just a blessing that I was able to actually do the video because, you know, people are always more visual. And, and, you know, I was able to do a video for it and, and show people, you know, some of the stuff we see out there and, and be able to put it into a creative, you know, a creative song. So it was really just, you know, there was no specific message. Like, you know, there was nothing in particular. It was really just a, uh, just to show you my everyday life as a soldier.
2: Okay. Now, before you went into um, the service, were you rapping then?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I've been, I've been, you know, I've been working on music since I was, you know, fourteen. I fell in love with hip hop when I was fourteen years old, and, and I started working on music, and you know, it's been a big part of my life ever since. And just, you know, people, people, people like to call me the the soldier rapper, but you know, I, I've always been an artist first, so I, I guess it would be a, a rapping soldier more or less. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well. Did you have any any kind of negative or positive feedback from from the armed forces for the video?
4: Um,
0: no, not at all. I actually I've I've pretty much had a lot more positive. You know, I I don't think like you know any officers or generals would have been too happy that I was standing on the tanks rapping at the time I was you know filming the video. But you know <laughs> it just it, it was you know it's, it's been done and that was it and now the video is what it is and I'm actually getting more positive feedback than I would negative mainly because you know. Um, Fort Benning Fort Benning Georgia um military base in uh right outside of Columbus Georgia um you know they they did a whole story on me and um you know they talked about me being an artist and how I was transitioning out of the army and working on music and um you know a couple officers a, a lieutenant of mine um is now to this day a good friend of mine and he he's actually built my website for me and he's helped me along the way um so shout out to two real Effects, and you know just uh, I I've, I've been getting a lot more positive feedback a lot of Especially from the soldiers, they they like to see, you know that, you know I I got a real positive message one day um, to end this off, and and he said that it's nice to know that there's a life outside of the military when I'm done. So it you know it kind of meant a lot that you know he sent that message to me, and that and that's really all it's about.
2: That's great. Well, I understand that the video has actually been featured on Fox News, um, Fort Benning TV, and VH1, and some other media outlets. So. Um, yeah. You know, are you getting, like, a, a lot more buzz and, you know, people coming at you for career, you know, choices and things like that?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, here and there, so much. I mean, you know, there's still a lot of, um, you know, at the end of the day in the music business, I mean, the music industry is a business. And, and to be honest, a lot of people, I, I've i actually, you know, I've I've tried to show the video and, and let people know what I'm about. And at the end of the day, they're like, you know, they didn't really care about you know the political side of things. They didn't really care that I was a soldier. They weren't very you know supportive of the whole movement. Um, but then again, I I have gotten positive feedback. So you know, it 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 it's a lot of pros and cons to it.
2: Yeah, I would imagine. Um, you know, I was surprised that you didn't get any hassle from the army because you know they always have something to say about. The way things are are um, viewed upon is what you guys are doing over there. So I'm surprised that they didn't make a big deal out of it. So, but it's good they didn't because in a way it did help you, you kind of boost your career a little bit. So.
0: No, no, absolutely. I, I mean, it's definitely helped my career. I mean, it, it, it's it's opened up a lot of eyes and a lot of people have taken notice and it's it's created a lot of buzz for my career. Um, you know, to be honest, I don't think the military would have been, you know, too crazy about it once. When I was actually doing it, but you know um uh, now that i'm I'm retired and i've i you know I've moved on it's you know it's I think they're more supportive of the fact that you know another soldier who retired out of the military is is trying to be something positive, you know what I mean, so you know'cause it's a it's a hard transition a lot of people coming out of the military you know it, it they have a hard time transitioning it back into civilian life, and I think it's more people like to see it as a positive thing that, you know, I'm doing okay for myself and, and, you know, coming out of the military, uh, I'm able to stand on my own.
2: Wow. So how do you feel about, you know, the fact that we're bringing some troops home now?
0: Uh, You know, it's great. You know, I I think it's a a really great thing. You know, we went over there. Um, You know, I, I really don't have too many feelings about whether we should be over there or shouldn't be over there. You know, a job needed to get done. I enlisted when that job needed to get done. I went over there, and I did my job, and I came home. And I think that's the way a lot of soldiers feel. You know, they signed up for a job they knew what they were getting into, and that was that. And there was no, like, hard feelings about it. And there was no, you know, you know, they, everybody has their own, like, you know. I mean, it definitely sucks being overseas away from your family for a year, year and a half, two years at a time. I mean, that's that's guaranteed. You know, I, I, nobody would like that. But, you know, everybody understands, you know, that that we had a job to do. You know, the job was you know to go over there and we went over there we did it and you know I'm really glad that we're starting to come home now cuz you know it's about that time we can only be over there so long so it's time for those people to you know stand on their own too and that's what that's what it's come at so it's it's nice to see everybody starting to come home
2: well that's great now during the time that you were there you know how 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 easy was it for you to you know just like to try to focus on some of your um your rap songs that you were going to produce when you got home
0: Well, you know, honestly, you know, it it was really hard, you know, um, the first tour duty that I had, I was actually, like, the first six months is where I saw all my combat, and that was where I was wounded, and honestly, I didn't do any writing while I was over there, at least the first six months, you know, like, when I was over there, you know, really, you just had to focus and stay, you know, stay level-headed, you know, you had a job to do, I mean, your life was at stake, your buddy's life was at stake, you know, your comrade's life were at stake, and you know, if you weren't focused, you know, that could be someone's life. And, and you know, that's all I wanted to do was stay focused. I, I had a job to do. I was there to do that job, and, and that's really all my main focus was. So I really didn't do any writing the, the first half of my first tour. Um, the second half, it, it lightened up a little bit. We, we transitioned to a different base. It wasn't as heavy with combat, and it was a little bit more downtime. So I was able to, you know, kind of slowly pick up the pace and start writing again and at least enjoying my music. So, you know, um, it just really depends. You know, the first, like I said, the first half I, I wasn't able to really, you know, work on music, which was kind of a bummer, but, you know, I knew I had a job to do and I knew my life was at stake. Um, and then, you know, towards the second half I was able to start kind of like picking up on it on it again. So, you know, it just really depended.
2: Wow. Well, I'm going to go and play one of your tracks, um, the one called Chump Change, and then when we come back I'm going to ask you about your Purple Heart. All right, great. So we'll be right back with Mike Petrano.
4: Right. <laughs> yo, I'm broke, dog. I'm telling you, there's not a dollar in my name. My bank account says negative zero. I'm broke. What do you want me to say? Oh. Down on my luck, reaching for some change. Because I'm so broke, yo, even when I'm paid. I work check to check, so I ask what's next. Because the check cash in place takes half my check. Still, I got to pay my bills and rent, but how when the pockets are filled with lint, my car barely starts, I hope that it rides, no tape deck, headphones when I drive, women laugh when I roll up, three <laughs> tires and a donut, so what, the window barely goes up, use a coat hanger so the buffalo will hold up, hinges are broken, the door won't even close shut, plus, I need money for the gas tank, so I'm digging for some change in the ashtray. Ride with a crowd, just to stay warm. And the only time I make it rain is when I brainstorm. Oh baby, can we get a break? We both know we got what it takes so doing all. Oh baby, can we get a break? We both know we got what it
3: takes so doing all change. It's crazy, it's not like we're lazy, we both on our ground, not To make. make change, just can't take it, can it anymore.
4: Currently my currency is no money sacks, no bank, no bank rolls. I need money back, can't afford the puff tank, waiting at the bus place, not enough space, fix everything with duct tape, no jewelry, I ain't got a claim, plus the bike that I ride even ain't got a chain, borrowing money until I got paid, empty Cereals and entree. I'm so broke, no joke. Old clothes, old coat. Robin old man with no dough. Now we both broke. Oh no, so cold. Dreaming no more. I hate my job, man, cleaning the floor. See the trouble is, when looking for another gig, I work nine to five, and I pull a double shift. Taste those, taste those. Desperate for change. Gotta change up my life. I'm desperate for jump change. Oh baby, can we get a break? We both know we got what it takes.
3: No so change. Oh baby. Now we got a break. we both know we got what it takes Doing we do change it's crazy, it's not like we're lazy We're both on our ground, not in it So we change Just
4: can't take it anymore Cause I'm oh, running around the circle, just to my oh, hand So the ignition, I hope that it feeds And the objects in my mirror aren't as close as they seem The battery is dead, so I hope that it starts Cause Heidi's in the back, pushing the car like
3: Oh, you know, I got your back with a wave of money I'm going to need a bubble bath And a nice massage And lots of caviar And my brand new crib And sexy new car One day We'll be sitting back Laughing at this One day Cause it's all gonna happen for us One day We'll soon be up in memory Three days before I struggle Soon we'll have our dreams We'll looking to survive But we never realize Can it's not to find the next ride One day But I know everything's alright Cause I'm
4: running round In circles just to get to my end One day
3: just to kiss
2: my Wow, that was a cool song, I like that.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we actually I can just did a, <laughs> we actually just uh, we actually just shot a video for that last month. So I'm actually waiting for that to um you know, come in when it's when it's finished.
2: Wow, that's cool. You get all your um you know all your production and your videos done in Atlanta.
0: Um well yeah I, I mean I've actually been in, I've been in New York City for the past year. I'm I'm back in Atlanta now, but the past year I've actually been in New York City. Um, I just went up there to work on some uh, some other music. I was up there working on the album and um, work, on, you know, network a little bit. And, and one of the guys I met while I was there it was actually a, a videographer, and he actually shot the video for Chump Change. So the Chump the Chump Change video was shot in New York, but yeah, most of my stuff is done in Atlanta. The whole album was produced by a guy named Cato out of Atlanta. So, oh,
2: okay, that sounds familiar. I, somebody told me that name before. So how was your you know your your time in New York. Did it feel that much different from Atlanta?
0: Oh yeah, it was, uh, the East Coast is way different than uh, you know down south. Um, you know it, it was it's a total different vibe. You know it's very fast paced. Um, I enjoyed myself while I was there. You know Georgia's home sweet home, so that's you know probably part of the reason why I'm back here now. Uh, you know I'm a Georgia guy. I was born here and and I, I love the South. I love I love some good soul food and you know they just don't really. You're not able to get that every day in, in in New York, but you know I really enjoyed New York. I'm I'm a very free spirited person, so I'm up to enjoy things that you know normal people wouldn't be able to enjoy, like major just uh, I'm sorry, major differences in their life and different things. And I, I like to travel a lot and stuff like that. So you know I enjoyed myself in New York for sure.
2: Wow! Did you get a, a chance to meet any um, well known artists while you were there?
0: Um. You know, Donis, uh, Donis, he was on the cover of XXL. I met Donis. uh, I met Common. Um, There were a couple artists, you know, here and there doing some shows and stuff like that. Nothing crazy.
2: Wow. Well, that's – Common is great.
0: (laughs) No, Common's awesome, yeah. I mean, I didn't mean it like that, you know, nothing great. I meant it as just like, you know, a quick little hello here and there, and that was that. But – you know, Common was actually per, – he performed – I opened up um, with a group called Soul Mafia. Um, the guy who sang on Cranky is part of that group. And um, I, I got a couple songs with them, and we performed at the Fort Greene Festival, and, and Common was there for that. So, I mean, I definitely had I had a great time both musically and, and personally in New York City for sure.
3: Wow. So
2: how did you um, get, you know, connected with Lil Scrappy?
0: Uh, Little Scrappy came about um, – I actually recorded the song, Crank, It, me and my partner Eon, we did the song together, and I just felt like, I was like, man, this seems like a perfect song for Scrappy to be on, like, I, I'm going to do, do what it takes to get him on a verse for, for this song, and, and uh, I hit up his management team, uh, you know, I did some research, talked to a few people, I got in touch with his management team, I asked if, um, you know, they'd be interested in putting Scrappy on the song, um, and they were, problem was, was, this was right before my second tour of duty in uh, Iraq, and after I got you know, uh I got activated so the song kinda got put on the back burner and um, you know, I, I ended up going to Iraq again for the second time after the song in Iraq. Um I mean I'm sorry, after I got back from Iraq the second time, I hit his management team up again and I was like, you know, what you know, what's going on? Will you still wanna do this? You guys still interested and they definitely were and next thing I know, like a month after my second tour of duty I was in the studio with Scrappy and he was laying his vocals down and Everything worked out, man. So it was cool.
2: Yeah, that is cool. So tell me, how did you get your Purple Heart?
0: Uh, the Purple Heart came about, um, you know, my first tour of duty. When I saw a lot of my action, um, I was in a Humvee. I was I was actually in the gunner's hatch on top of the Humvee, and and we were we were on a route to a mission, and uh, IED went off, exploded, tore apart the Humvee, and um, I actually you know caught shrapnel through the face. Um, and you know, it it kind of tore up my face a little bit. I'm okay now, everything looks pretty clean and cut, so you know, doctors did really well on I me. Mean, you couldn't even tell unless I told you, but you know, I caught a piece of stratinum through the face, um, the Humvee was, you know, was was torn to shreds and, and my lieutenant actually got wounded pretty badly, but um, you know, that's how the purple heart came about. It was just an IV explosion.
2: Wow. So did that did that kinda of like put you in a different state of mind when that happened?
0: Um, you know, what, it definitely did. I mean, when I got the Purple Heart, though, it was actually the second time I got wounded. Um, you know, the first time I got wounded, um, you know, it it kind of burned my neck a little bit. It was a naïve as well, and it, it caught me off guard. Uh, we had only been in country for like two weeks, and it just, you know, it's, it's nothing you could ever train for or be ready for, you know, an explosion like that. And, you know, it definitely puts you in a different mind state. I, I, you know, it's just, the life in iraq is really difficult and it it can be really traumatizing at times depending on what you go through and and i went through some hard times and you know i i still like to you know be humble about it and be a man about it but you know i definitely went through some hard times in iraq and it definitely can put you in a different mind state um both good and bad you know it can put you in a mind state where you're more aware and, and you're more alert and it can put you in a mind state like a very hateful mind state unfortunately and you know, it just is what it is, and that, and that's just kind of part of combat. So.
2: Yeah. Did you um, have a lot of comrades that you were close to while you were there?
0: Um, yeah, I definitely did. I'm actually on my way to uh, one of my partners' house I served with in Iraq right now. Um, we actually, you know, you know, you 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 get real close with a lot of these guys. These guys are, um, you know. You guys live and die together basically And you live together and, and you watch each other's back And there's definitely a lot of brotherhood That that evolves from that And, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys That you don't get along with as well You know, being in the military You have every walk of life You know, you have guys who listen to country music You have guys that listen to rap music You guys have people from Texas You guys have people from Minnesota You know, you have every walk of life And everybody's different and there's different personalities. So, of course, you're going to clash with certain people and, you know, some people you just don't get along with. But, you know, everybody's life is at stake and you definitely create a a bond and a brotherhood no matter where you're from or what you like or dislike.
2: Wow. Now, you know, I know that there's always been talk of bringing people home in the past prior to them actually doing it you know why why you guys were there before they started saying you were coming home what was the morale there you know was was it improving since we had the new president you know did you feel like things were going to change for you while you were there
0: um well when um when uh, obama was put into office i wasn't overseas or anything like that i was actually i was i only had like a month left in the military but you mm-hmm. know the, the morale, as far as like, you know, they've been saying we're going to bring people home since I was over there in 2005. But, you know, us as soldiers, we always knew better. You know, it, it, it was what it was. We were over there. We knew we'd be over there the whole time. We were told we were going to be over there, which was a year, and that was it. And, we, you know, as far as politics goes, you know, you never you never really dwelled into it because at the end of the day, it didn't matter if you were Republican, Democrat, liberal. It didn't matter what you believed in. You guys are sitting in the same Humvee together, and you both got the same job to do. So, you know that's all it was, and that's that's what everybody focused on. Politics weren't really a big part while you were over there on mission, so people talk about coming home and this and that it you know it was really all just kind of rumors and stuff like that. so you know you just kept your head straight and try to stay focused and bring yourself and your fellow comrades home alive.
2: Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad that you're back. Now, how was your transition when you came out um, and getting back into you know with your family and home life and not having to do what you were doing over there anymore?
0: I mean, you know, it's really a hard thing. Like like I said, you know, transitioning back home from you know the military life and and back into civilian life. A lot of people have hard times with it. I've I still have hard times with it. I, you know, I, I still see treatment at the VA regularly and and you know a lot the military they train you to become a soldier but they don't detrain you to you know become go back into civilian life and it's a hard transition it definitely is you know the military is a completely different way of life it's a different way of living and it it's you know it's it's a you adjust to it and you become it it's part of who you are and then you know just kind of one day you're not a you're not a soldier anymore it's just you know that that's hard for a lot of people to understand or comprehend or or even adjust to and it makes it makes transitioning a a real hard thing to do um you know thankful we have a lot of resources resources out there the VA is out there there's there's always help out there um you know anybody who's been in the military before i'm sure is always there to uh, lend a hand or a an ear and, and you know fellow comrades always always look out for one another we call each other battle buddies and you know we're always there for each other so you know that helps out a lot but you know overall speaking you know it's, it's a hard transition it definitely is
2: wonderful so now was it was it helpful for you and you know like just getting into your music more once you got home did that help um, you, yeah. you know it, it's in a transition
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It definitely did. Like you know, that was that was a big crush of mine, and and I I thank God every day that I've had that crush because you know not everybody who comes home from war has that has a crush or an outlet like that like I have, and you know I've just always been thankful that I had that outlet and. Honestly, if I I wasn't so focused in my music, I I think I'd have a lot more problems than I do right now. Um, My music has definitely just been able to to let me focus on my music and not dwell on some of the things that I went through overseas or that I'm dealing with now, and and I'm real thankful that I've had my music. So, you know, being able to focus on that has definitely helped me a a lot.
2: Wow. Now, um, are you married?
0: No, no, single, riding solo, dolo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I was going to ask you a question about a spouse or, or something. Did you have somebody special while you were away?
0: Um, I mean, I had a couple few special people. <laughs> <If that makes laughs> a couple sense. few <laughs> special? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, yeah, there was I mean, always good you know, to have <laughs> yeah absolutely you know I definitely you know you know my family's always been very supportive sending um, them sending me packages um when I went on my second tour of duty um some of the guys that um weren't there with me um you know were sending me packages and stuff like that. My squad leader who I served with overseas my first tour um he sent me packages when I went overseas again, he wasn't with me we weren't in the same unit, so I was over there you know, and he sent me packages, and you know I definitely had a lot of support. Um, as far as spouses and stuff goes, uh, yeah, it's, it's always best to be single when you do, you know, deployments like that. But as far as I, I think so, you know, it, it makes life a little bit easier. But you know, uh, having someone really supporting you, it, having someone really support you while you're while you're doing a job like that is, is definitely um, motivating and, and definitely keeps you sane for sure.
3: Oh, well, that's
2: good. Now, um, when you were when you were growing up and you were listening to hip hop, who were the artists that you that you admired the most?
0: Wow, I mean, so many. I definitely like grew up listening to, um, you know, coincidentally Eminem was one of the first MCs and artists that I, I really started studying and, and getting interested into. Um, being from the south, I, I love Outkast. Um, I like Killer Mike. I listen to Killer Mike. Uh, I grew up listening to UGK and Hot Boys, and and everything from you know Big L and Jay Z and Nas from the East Coast to you know, like I said, 8 Ball and MJG down south. So I definitely grew up listening to a wide range of artists and rappers. Um, I grew up listening to all sorts of music. I'm a huge blues fan. I love jazz. I love blues. Um, You know, I I grew up listening to ska and rock, so I I have everything in me, like a lot of music. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy music, not just any one genre. Well,
2: that's great. I mean, that helps you be more open to different styles when you create your own work.
0: Oh yeah absolutely. I love it i mean I, I play the harmonica a little bit um you know I'm not you know great or anything, but you know i I like to dabble in that a little bit and i just i i enjoy experimenting with music and trying different things and just being open like you said open minded about it and um uh, you know I just felt like, i just feel like it helps me develop as an artist and appreciate things in life a lot more
2: okay now have you um started with your um your I guess you would have to say your entourage yet, you know, like uh, manager, publicist, you know, all those other um, yeah, things have well, have created that um, yet?
0: Uh, you know, I, I was working with Aerial Publicity for a little while. I, I worked uh, after, after I completed the album. Um, that's when I hired Aerial Publicity just to promote the album and, and give that a little push. Um as far as management goes, um, I've had a few managers here and there, but uh, really, right now, I'm doing everything independently on my own. I'm, I'm being my own boss right now. Um, I'm just one of those very hands-on type of people, and I, I have to know what's going on at all times with anything, whether it's musically or business-wise in my career. And and uh, um, you know, I, I like to be in control, and I, I like to take take charge of my career. So I'm definitely pushing it a lot more. I'm I'm definitely put, uh, putting on multiple hats right now in my career. So. Um, you know, it's not a bad thing. Um, you know, it it is what it is. I'm grinding hard and and I stay grinding hard and, um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens in the future. I'm always open up to, I'm always open up to, you know, uh, hiring management or or a full team or something like that. But it's definitely, uh, it's not something that can just come from anybody. You know, I I have to have a real strong personal relationship with that person. and, And that person has to, you know, want me to succeed as much as me. You know what I mean? So, If they're not trying to be on the same level as me as far as success goes, then, you know, I can do it myself.
2: Well, I understand that completely. (laughs) Now, are you taking full advantage of the Internet resources that are available to you?
0: I'm sorry, hold on. I'm on an interview, dog. I'm sorry, say that again.
2: Are you taking full advantage of the Internet resources you have?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Internet is definitely, like, that's, I mean that's the way of the world right now. the internet is what what's revolutionized music it's revolutionized uh, business it's revolutionized marketing and and take not being not taking advantage of music would i mean i'm sorry not taking advantage of the internet would only hurt you would only hurt you you know um there's there's multiple resources out there you know between uh, you know facebook and social networks twitter myspace stuff like that and and then there's multiple things like uh you know blog sites and podcasts and And, um, you know, it's just the way of the world right now. And if you don't adapt with it, then you're just going to get left behind. So absolutely, definitely take advantage of uh, the Internet. You know, I I can be reached. I tell people all the time when they're like, oh, I couldn't get a hold of you. I'm like, you're lying. You can't get a hold of me. You're lying. You know, Internet, Facebook, (laughs) Twitter, email, my phone, everything, it's all there.
2: Oh, I know. It's everywhere. So um, and thinking about, you know, the future, what artists that are out there, are the ones that you would consider um, collaborating
0: with? Um, like I said, like uh, man, there's, there's a lot of artists that I'd love to collaborate with. Uh, Modest Yahoo is a big one. Anthony Hamilton, um, I think he's one of the one of the greatest. I, I love Anthony Hamilton's work. I love his music. He's, I'm a huge fan of Anthony Hamilton, Killer Mike. I'd love to work with him in OutKast. Um, so there's a lot of artists. Modest Yahoo is one of them. Um, I, I wouldn't mind doing like a crossover genre, um, like working on some ska with somebody like Real Big Fish, um, that would be that would be definitely a highlight for me. So, um, you know, I, I'm definitely open to doing all kinds of sorts with different artists.
2: Wow. So you said you were performing too um, in, in some instances. How how has that been for you?
0: Uh, I love performing. I mean, performing is one of the greatest things about being an artist. Uh, I love being out on stage and I love talking to the crowd. I love showcasing my work i love uh you know you know bringing bringing life to a party or an event um performance always been a highlight for me um as far as my career goes um i, th- I definitely you know i'm a very humble dude but i i definitely can honestly say that uh I, I, you know my live show is definitely more of uh the better my more positive things about my career uh, it's one of my stronger points um, I love performing. Performing's great, man. It's, it's definitely, I, I have a lot of energy. I'm a person with a lot of energy. So being able to release that energy in a, a real positive way, especially with my music, performance great.
2: Wow. So now, um, what, what's next for you? Like, where are you going to be uh, performing at next?
0: Um, right now I you know, just with the transition from New York back to Atlanta and stuff like that, uh I, I haven't I don't have any shows lined up right now. Really my next move for my music and my career, uh I'm gonna be working on a lot of visuals. Um I have the Chump Change video coming out um in November. We're getting ready to knock out three more different videos. Um the, over the next year I really just wanna focus on videos, creating that buzz online, Vimeo, YouTube. Um, I want to bring that visuals a lot more. I feel like I've been holding out on on my fans and and creating buzz visually. So I think I'm gonna work on any song I work on this next year is gonna uh, is more than likely gonna have a video with it. So I, I hope to have a, a nice collection of videos by the end of 2011. Um, over the next year, I'll definitely do some more traveling. Um, I love traveling, so I'll, I'll definitely do some more travels and, and more life experiences, and then. You know, come back around uh, the end of 2011, I'll have a handful of uh, videos and a handful of life experiences to create my next album. Wow.
2: Well, let me go ahead and put on the, the other track you sent me, the one called Crank It. That's like the big hit here. So I want everybody to hear that, and we'll be right back with Mike Tong.
4: Hey, yo, J-O. You're going have to turn the bass up for this one, baby que <laughs> Open the, bar, rise the Window bar. The drum in your ears will Can't see the car behind me cause the speakers make the rear view shake. 706 to the 404. I bleed the south Get 'til you go out. It's like a war. My the way the drum goes The bass or soldiers, and that AK is the drum roll.
1: the nature the way she calls us her point
2: Definitely a hot track. I like that.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you so wow. much.
2: Now, have you um outside of the being in the armed forces and traveling? Have you traveled, you know, on on your own anywhere outside the country?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I you know I went to Dominican Republic uh for a vacation. I've also gone to London. I've gone to Amsterdam. Um, next year I actually plan on doing something a little different and going to Africa. Um, so yeah, I've definitely gone outside the country a bit.
2: Now, um, how how is um, your fan base going? Like do you have a widespread fan base, you know, like globally? Are you seeing any um, Yeah, absolutely. I mean I
0: uh yeah, I I've definitely um, you know, gotten a, a a few uh hits from, you know, like Germany, Europe a little bit. Um Somebody in Thailand has actually hit me up, said they've heard it and loved my music. Um, so, it, you know, it's slowly starting to spread. I'd, I'd like it to be a little bit more, and I think that's really what I was talking about with my goal over the next year is being more visual, uh, putting out more videos, creating more of a buzz online, and, and just trying to create that global fan base and not just in Georgia or the States. Right.
2: Well, just make sure whatever new projects you come up with that you, you know, drop me some tunes so I can um get it out to my global audience. I have a lot of fans in Asia.
4: Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. um, You'll be the first one. As soon as the Chump Change video is done, you'll be the first one to get it.
2: That would be wonderful. Next year, I'm actually going to take the show live in uh, China. And I'm going to actually co-promote some Chinese artists as well as some American artists in both uh, rock, uh, R&B, and uh, hip-hop. So... It's going to be a live show, and I'm going to be streaming it from China. So, you know, if I'll be playing your music in between, so if you have videos, I can play them during the intermissions, too. So, you know, make sure you give me all your oh, stuff.
0: Man, I, man I great. I, I, honestly, I can say I truly appreciate all the support, man. I, it's, it's an honor to be here talking with you, interviewing. Um, you know, it, it's really great, man. I really appreciate it.
2: Well, I certainly appreciate having you here, and I also appreciate you, Doing what you can to defend our country—it's—it's um, it's a an important job that to me doesn't always get the best recognition, and it's great that we have a lot of soldiers who don't go out there trying to do it just for the recognition, but just because it's a call of duty. So right. you know, it makes me proud to have guys like you in the service to, to protect us, and you just go over there and do it without asking questions. You just go and do it. I really you know appreciate that and. I wish there was something more that we could do for the guys when they come home, you know, uh, other than to provide the family support and all that. But as a country, I think there should be more that we can do for guys when they come home.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So now as far as your music career is concerned, is there any other type of things you would like to do involved with music? You know, like if you're not rapping, what else would you want to do?
0: Um, like I said, traveling. Like I'm, I'm a very sp- free spirited person. I do a lot of volunteer work. Um, I I like to continue doing volunteer work. Um, that's part of my trip. You know, uh, for Africa next year is uh, I want to go and do some volunteer work over there at uh, a orphanage in Tanzania. And um... You know, I, I love traveling. I love helping people. I love lending a helping hand, and that's, it's really like that, that. That brings a lot of joy to my life for sure. If I wasn't rapping, I, I'd probably either be, you know, so, some kind of social worker or doing some kind of uh, running my own volunteer camp, or, or definitely like being a nurse or something. That's for sure.
2: Wow, you are an amazing guy. I really like you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for um, coming to the show, and uh, I'm going to continue to try to promote your your music and all the um, other radio hosts will probably be getting in touch with you soon so you can be a yeah, guest absolutely. on your show.
0: Yeah, you know, and like I, I said, uh, if you can't get in touch with me, you're lying. I'm everywhere, so you <laughs> definitely get in touch with me. Definitely get in touch with me, man. It, it, it's really nice. Thank you so much for all the support. I, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to let
2: you go and enjoy yourself with your um, engagement there. And um, I will have you back on the show um, soon, very soon, when you get some more music, um, like when you complete your project. And even if you have the video, the other video, when it's done, you know, hit me up and um, we can put some other stuff up for you.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much.
2: All right. Well, you take it easy. Thanks again for being a guest.
0: You too. Take care.
2: Bye-bye. I also want to uh, say thank you to all my uh, chat room guests. Thank you so much for holding it down out there and also for listening to this wonderful guy and his music. And um, if anybody has music that they would like to um, have played on the show or if they like to be a guest on the show, just email me at mznindyradio at gmail.com. Uh, you can send me at least three or four MP3s, some of your web links, some photos, as well as a very short bio, and um, wherever way I can contact you so that we can set up a time for you to be on the show. Uh, if you are a previous guest, you're more than welcome to come back again. Just um, hit me up and let me know what you want to do. Also, uh, if you have any videos, uh, we're in the process of creating our very own uh, TV station on the Internet. So we are going to be putting on uh, all of our radio guests' um videos as well as our artist videos that we are promoting on the um, website Uh, we're also going to have some individual and independent programming that's going to be featured on there we're also going to have our live concert series which is going to start um, in the early part of next year um, on featured on there as well so if you haven't contacted us or gone to the website yet you know you still have time to get on there and be a member before we change the site around it is www.wmzndradio.ning, and it's n-i-n-g.com, and be sure to go check it out. I'll join, and we're going to send a, you know all of our, our our letters and correspondence out to the current members on there, so we got about two months before we phase the one we have out and start the new one, so if you don't want to get lost in the cyber loop, just make sure you sign up to be a member. It doesn't cost anything. It's just you know, so that we keep track of letting everybody know what's going on. So um, and once again, we have uh, the replay of the Tupac Tribute one tomorrow. We have Big Jig coming up on Monday. And we have a lot more guests that we're going to be featuring um, over the next few weeks. Thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend. And we're going to go out with, uh, of course, my theme song. And I was actually watching this movie earlier. So have a good weekend, everybody. <laughs>